Hey everyone, it's Brother Gary in Mexico. Hope you're doing great. And don't forget, I'm not in a studio, so you're liable to hear all kinds of noises. <laughs> so I hope you had a good weekend and a good Lord's Day. And uh, we're back together again, aren't we? Don't forget, hit that subscribe button if you haven't. And if you have, share this with somebody if it's been a blessing to you. So welcome aboard to the Hands Across Borders devotional. We're in John chapter number 7, and we'll look at verse number one. It said, After these things Jesus walked in Galilee, for he would not walk in Jewry because the Jews sought to kill him. So let's look at this. All the way back in chapter number five, where it starts, uh, Jesus went there and, and he healed the one there at the pool of Bethesda. He begins to talk in chapter five, verse 17, all the way down to verse number 30, he begins to tell them that all judgment was given to him. Uh, in verse 31 on through to the end of the chapter, is he's bearing witness uh, how he does that. He says, if I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There is another that beareth witness of me. And then we come to chapter 6, where he takes the five loaves and the two fishes, and he, he feeds that multitude there. Then uh, he, we see him walk on the water, right, to the disciples. We see his teaching on uh, that he's the true bread from heaven. We covered that. Then the Jews begin to murmur, and uh, many of the disciples, they walk away, never to return. And after all of that, after these things, that's what he's talking about here, he walked in Galilee, for he would not walk in Jewry, in Judea area there, and the reason being is because the Jews sought to kill him. Now, he did all these wonderful things. He walked on water. He healed people. He miraculously fed them. He, he taught them that he was the Messiah. But there was two things that the religious leaders honed in on. And it's way back in chapter 5 and verse number 18, I believe. Listen to this. Therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him. Why? Because he not only had broken the Sabbath, how did he do that? He healed a man on the Sabbath. It's crazy. But said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Oftentimes you'll run into a cult person and they'll say, well, Jesus never said he was God. Well, take him to that verse. And when he refers to God as his father, he's referring to himself as equal to his father which shows us God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. These three are one, right? And so Jesus did claim to be God. He was God manifest in the flesh. We see that all the way back in chapter number one. But I want you to think about this. He did all these great things, right? He, he did some great teaching. He fed the multitude with five loaves and two fishes. There's a bunch left over. He healed the man at the pool of Bethesda. Uh, he walked on water to the, to the disciples, all that. But these religious leaders, the only two things they were worried about was, hey, in our minds, you broke the Sabbath because you did something good. You healed this guy. And the other thing is, you claim to be God. That's craziness, isn't it? Craziness. That they, they, they just honed in on those two things, forgot about everything else. And what you'll see 
in real life, just like the Lord did here, is those who are religious, they can turn on you in a heartbeat, right? The same, the same crowd that was shouting Hosanna when he entered into the city, the next week were shouting crucify him. We'll cover that here later. And what we find out, even in our day and age, you ask any pastor this, is the people you help the most are the ones that hurt you the worst. Do you ever think about that? Here he is, he's doing all these things to tell them that he's the Messiah, that they can have a home in heaven, that they need not worry, but they're thinking about their own deal. They're thinking about if he's the Messiah, then we're going to lose disciples and man, we need to kill this guy. This is not good. And you must realize this, as you live your Christian life, and as you tell others, listen, there's a great answer. What is the answer to the problems in our world today? Jesus is the answer. But you know what? People get mad about that. And so what we need to do is focus, 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 focus. That's what the Lord's doing here. He says he still went around and he still taught and preached in Galilee. He walked in Galilee, but he wouldn't do it in Judea. Why? Because they were fighting against him. So here's a good principle for you and I. Just because others get mad at us doesn't mean we should just get in there and fight with them constantly and carry on and act as foolish as they are. But just move on and find people who want to hear the truth and are willing to listen to the truth from the word of God. That's the key. If we're not careful, we're so busy fighting with others that this one over here who wants to hear the truth never hears it. Are there going to be people that don't like you and I? Absolutely. If you're short of people not liking you, I've got plenty to go around. When you stand for something and it shines the light on their darkness, People get very angry. They'll make stories up about you. They'll say all manner of things about you. And the best thing you can do is just go on about your business and live for the Lord Jesus Christ. How are you doing with that? There's always going to be people you can't please and can't make happy and will even lie about you. Are you more concerned about that than living for the Lord and telling others about Jesus? Think about that today. Get your eyes where they belong on the Lord Jesus Christ. And he'll bless you. May the Lord bless you now.